Hi there, my name is June and welcome to another video of Learning with Levi. In this video, we'll be going over SN1 reactions. Now again, before we start, let's redefine a few things. Nucleophile is a species that donates a pair of electrons, an electrophile is a species that accepts a pair of electrons, Leibniz group is an atom or molecule that leaves another molecule during a reaction, and a substrate is a compound that's attacked by the nucleophile. Now this right here, is a general is what a general SN1 reaction looks like. Step one, you have the loss of a leaving group to form what is called a carbocation intermediate. And that is this little species right here with R plus. A carbocation is a positively charged carbon atom. Step two is when the nucleophile attacks the carbocation and then forms the product. Alright, and so what we can do is think of the SN1 reaction kind of like the headless horseman but with a twist. Now, the man with the head uh, is riding a horse. One day, his head decides to leave his body. The headless body is now the carbocation, which is this right here, and the leaving group is his head. Now, the headless body is kind of cold, and so he needs a, he needs a cape to ca uh, keep him warm. Luckily, the cape is nearby, and then that attacks the headless body, which is the carbocation, which we mentioned before, and you end up with the caped headless man right here on the right. Now SN1 reactions are unimolecular, meaning that the rate of the reaction is dependent only on the substrate. Now there are four factors that affect the SN1 reactions, much like SN2. So we can see here that it's the strength of a nucleophile, steric effects of an electrophile, solvents, and a leaving group. So let's dive into these a little bit more. So the strength of a nucleophile um, is not, not as important as an SN2 reaction because the nucleophile is not part of the limiting step, which we know is just the loss of a leaving group. So usually you can see like a weak nucleophile like water um, that will be used as a nucleophile. Steric effects of an electrophile. Because the rate limiting step is the loss of a leaving group, and thus the formation of a carbocation, we must stabilize that carbocation. Now, alkyl groups help st stabilize that carbocation through two things, two things, inductive effects and hyperconjugation. Thus, more alkyl groups help stabilize the carbocation better. So as you can see right here, this is a tertiary carbocation because there are three alkyl groups attached to it. This is a secondary and this is a primary substrate. Now what we have here is a solvent. Uh, polar protic solvents help stabilize the carbocation through hydrogen bonding. Uh, and an example of these uh, protic solvents are alcohol and water. All right, the fourth and final factor is leaving groups. Much like SN2 reactions, SN1 reactions are also sensitive to good leaving groups. Uh, again, weak bases are good leaving groups because they wanna accept electrons and thus are good leaving groups. Uh, weak bases are also conjugate bases of strong acids, and again, shown below are some of the examples of good leaving groups. Now, something to, unique to SN1 reactions are hydride and methyl shifts, so we'll kind of go over that. So what happens is that a carbocation wants to rearrange to help form a more stable carbocation. Now, this is where the hydride shift and methyl shifts come into play. Uh, they help rearrange with its bonding electrons to help form a more st stable carbocation. So we'll kind of go over this a little bit right now. So 
As we know, the first step of the SN1 reaction is to form that carbocation. In this example, we have a secondary carbocation right here. And we say that because this is bonded to two methyl groups, one right here and one right here. So that is a secondary carbocation. Now step two is where the hydride shift comes into play. Now I've highlighted in red, the hydrogen atom as well as the bonding electrons in red. And those will be the ones that shift to help form the more stable carbocation. So as you can see, it goes from a secondary carbocation right here to a tertiary carbocation right here because there are three, uh, three alkyl groups attached. There's one right here, one right here, and one right here. And so we obviously prefer a tertiary carbocation just because they are more stable and that's preferred. Then the last step is to uh, have the nucleophile attack that rearranged carbocation. And it is attacking right here. This, this arrow should be pointing over here. Um, and that will essentially attack the newly stable, uh, more stable carbocation. The same thing happens with the methyl shift, but instead of a, um, a hydrogen atom, uh, it will be a methyl group that shifts. So yes, you can see right here, this is a secondary um, carbocation and then the methyl shift right here is shifted to the left so that way we form a tertiary carbocation right here which is more stable and then the nucleophile attacks. Uh, the last part I want to talk about is the SN1 reaction with the stereochemistry. As you can see right here um, the carbocation is a sp2 hybridized and planar. What that means is that the nucleophile is able to attack from the top or from below. Now, being able to attack on either side will give you two enantiomers uh, of the product, as you can see right here. When you get both enantiomers of the product, we call that racemization. Alright, and so this is right here is a summary sheet of the SN1 reaction. Step 1, formation of a carbocation. Step 2, nucleophile attacks the carbocation. Things that are unique to SN1 reactions, methyl and ethyl ships, which are also called rearrangements. And with stereochemistry, you get racemic mixtures. Four factors that affect the SN1 reactions, strength of a nucleophile, steric effects of an electrophile, solvent and leaving groups. And then this right here, again, it's just a general form of what a uh, SN1 reaction looks like. So that right there concludes our SN1 video today. Hit that like button, subscribe button, help support the channel, share it with your friends who might need some help with organic chemistry. In the next video, we'll finally be comparing SN1 reactions and SN2 and also doing some examples to help distinguish between the two um, reactions. We're putting out more videos, so let me know down below what you'd like to see. Social media links will also be down below. And remember, as always, you got it, yo.